0: Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today, my guests are Wendy and Bobby Wilson, who are Gold Loopers who finished the loop recently with their four daughters. Um, Wendy's been a guest on the show before telling their story. and Today, we're continuing our focus that we have for January on budgeting for the great loop and bobby and wendy have presented at a few of our events now on budgeting so i thought it would be great to uh let a little bit of a wider audience hear what they have to say about that before we start i do want to take a moment to recognize and thank our admiral sponsors these are the businesses that support aglca at the highest level they are curtis stokes and associates dog river marina passage maker trawler fest Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. Wendy and Bobby, thank you for joining me today.
1: Like Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to kind of share some of your thoughts about budgeting um, because you've got kind of a great take on it. So, But let's just start for those who perhaps are not familiar with you or your story. Just kind of give us a little bit of the background on your Great Loop trip and the type of boat you were on.
1: Okay, yeah, so uh yeah, Bobby Wendy we were on our uh our trip with our four daughters, uh Nina, Anna Mae, Ella and Mia. And uh we, we did the loop from uh of twenty sixteen through June of two thousand seventeen, so we're gone for ten months. Uh we traveled on a thirty two foot Bayliner, um diesel engines, uh so we're able to save a little bit of money on, on fuel. Um we had uh, we'd first learned about the loop back in one 02, when friends of ours had done it, and uh, that, that put an inspiration in Wendy and I to uh, eventually have the opportunity to go out and, and do the loop as well. So we looked at boats for years, um, something that we planned on doing once we retired. And uh, <clears throat> due to circumstances uh, within our family, uh, we felt that it was a, a good opportunity for uh, us and our kids both to uh, to take the trip, and um, <clears throat> we enjoyed every bit of it.
0: So, and as I mentioned, you've presented on the budgeting topic before, and, of course, doing the loop with a family of six is a little different than uh, one or two people doing it, so it's, uh, some of the expenses, of course, wouldn't change too much, like the boat, um, but some will. Sure. Um, so talk to us a little bit. You know, you kind of looked at the budget as not something to, uh, you know, frown at and think, oh my gosh, we have to stick to this budget. You had some bullet points in some of the seminars you've given on um, how you look at a budget, kind of what it is and what it isn't. So fill us in on those.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, So we, um, in our our life before looping, (laughs) um, we had gone through a program that Dave Ramsey puts together um, and just kind of got a new perspective on a budget that it's more of a tool and not a negative word, <laughs> which a lot of people kind of look <laughs> at a budget like, oh, you know, I'm not going to be able to do anything. Um, so uh, some of the things that we just uh, kind of threw out there when we've done some of our, um, a few of those seminars is um, that a budget is, um, it's not a tool to deprive you of having any fun. Um, I promise we had fun <laughs> when we were on our trip um, <laughs> more than we could have ever imagined. So, um, so it's, not, it's not something to deprive you. Um, And it's not designed so that you never stay in the marina. Um, In fact, because of Mia's, um, our youngest daughter has a lot of medical needs. And because of a lot of the machines and equipment that she has, and we didn't have a generator generator on our boat, um, that meant that we did need to stay in the marina for power. Um, So other than just a handful of nights when we couldn't, um, we were in the marina. So you can do that on a budget. Um, a budget also is not meant to make you eat beans and rice every day. You know, we, we ate <laughs> out a lot. In fact, that was one area that we chose to splurge on. Um, so it was kind of fun just tasting our way around the loop. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But other people can choose what they want to splurge on. Um, it's, it's not, a budget's not your money telling you what you can and not do. You're the one in control of it. Um, and then what a budget is, it's telling your money what to do. So it's allocating every dollar so that it, you can direct it in the way that you want that money to work for you. It's deciding, um, deciding what you want to splurge on. Like I said, for, some, for us, it was a lot of the area was food and activities. Um, for other people, it might be the boat that they're cruising on. Um, but the beauty of a budget is it's, it's your choice to, to decide where you want that money to be spent. Um, And it's helpful regardless of how much money you make. Um, A lot of money, a little money, you still want to direct it. Um, And it gives you the control and the freedom to do and experience the loop um, the way you want to experience. And that's different for every looper. Um, Mike O'Malley, another looper, he always says, there's 31 flavors of ice cream. Um, you you, You can make your budget work for what you want it to do. Right, and and that that take on the budget fits
0: so well with kind of what, what we preach about the Great Loop and what you just said is that there's no right or wrong way to do it. Everybody's got to make it their own. So um, very few loopers are on an unlimited budget. So all of us really have to pick what we're going to splurge on and what we're not going to splurge on. Um, and I think you're right that by, by putting the money where you want it to be and directing it, you're not feeling deprived as, as you do it. So I think that's really helpful. There's, of course some costs that you can't avoid. The boat's going to need maintenance along the way. But you kind of use the maintenance topic as a way to focus in on some of the options you've got on how you choose to spend that money. So talk about the choices you have essentially for boat maintenance and how you can choose to spend a lot or spend less. And, you know, that kind of can apply to other things
1: as well. Right. So um, I come up with, uh, with three different options in regards to boat maintenance and repairs. And, and those three options are normally dictated based on how much, first, how much money you want to spend on it, um, what your mechani- mechanical ability is, and how much patience you have. Because uh, sometimes you get, <laughs> you get into a, a tough spot and you're like, yeah, I should have just paid somebody else to do this <laughs> um, <laughs> so I can go through the sites and stuff. So um, <clears throat> obviously the cheapest route would be able to, um, to do it yourself. Um, you know you can carry impellers, belts, fuel filters, gas filters, air filters on the boat, and be able to change those out um, yourself <clears throat> and normally uh, your uh, mechanic at your marina can can help you if you, if you're unfamiliar with the boat on uh, on how to change those out um, so that would be your that would be your cheapest option do it yourself have your own part um, the second option would be. Have somebody else do it, but you provide your own parts. Um, so you're eliminating the, the potential for a markup on parts. Um, obviously, you're you're paying the labor, um, and then uh, the most expensive would be uh, you know to have somebody do everything, find the parts for you, uh, do it yourself. And sometimes, you know, it, when when you're on when you're on the loop and you want to see sites, you know, for me, I want to spend time with my family. So there was times where I did just, even though I may have known how to do the, the, do the job, but it was going to take up an exorbitant amount of time to do it, I just had somebody else do it, and I just paid the extra dollars. But the cheapest way to do it is to know your boat, have your parts available, and uh, you can knock it out that way.
0: Right, and, and for those who are, you know, somewhat mechanically, inclined but perhaps don't know their boat too well there are resources you can use before you go to learn how to do those things if you have a regular mechanic they'll usually help you as bobby said to to figure out how to do that Um, but there are classes offered in different places training you can get to do that so of course you know it's all going to become a balancing from a budget perspective if you're going to need to take those classes to learn how to do the things um, so that you can do it yourself you're of course investing that up front rather than as the time comes the other thing you said i think that was interesting bobby is about carrying the parts and for things that are frequently changed we always and easy to carry with you we recommend that you do that um so many gold loopers Mm -hmm. have told us of waiting for a long time for parts that uh they probably could have carried with them so from a budgeting standpoint not only do you sometimes pay a markup on those parts if you get them through the mechanic you may end up staying in a marina for some extra time waiting on a part if you don't have it with you. So that's, that's a tip too. Um, Some loopers of course you both know anchor out frequently because that's what they love and that's what they choose to do. Um, But, and that of course is free. So that's a great money saving thing (laughs) if if you're on a budget and if you don't particularly care for marinas. In fact, there was somebody just this morning um, in the forum that was talking about they don't plan to stay in marinas almost at all. Because that's just not yeah, I saw thing. that, and that's perfectly fine. Um, but for people who do, like you did a lot, there are some ways to actually save money while you're tied up in a marina. So tell us a little bit about some of the tips you found along the way, of how you can save money at marinas.
2: Yeah, um, we not only did we need to because of Mia's medical um, equipment and stuff, but as we went along um, on the loop. We really enjoyed marinas. Um, we enjoyed walking the docks and seeing all the people and meeting other loopers. Not that you can't do that when you're anchoring, but just kind of a different um, feel in the marina. So for us, it was, it was a choice we needed to do, and we really enjoyed it. Um, so to help us along with that um, in the budget category, uh, we kind of learned this along the way. But one of the things that I quickly learned that really bugged me the most was leaving a free night hanging out there um, because maybe our schedule mandated that we had to move on or for some reason we had to leave the marina and then we would leave these free nights hanging out there. Um, So some examples of what I mean by free nights is um, a lot of the marinas, it's buy two nights, get the night free. Or some of our friends, one of the things we learned from them that they did was they bought a month package at loggerhead. And I, I know there's been some buyout, and I don't know if this still works, but <clears throat> maybe it would work with other um, chain marinas as well. So they bought a month package at one loggerhead, and then they were able to use the rest of the night, those nights at a different same, you know, at a loggerhead, but a different location. Um, so that mm-hmm. was one of the tips. Um, A lot of it, um, especially down in Florida and even coming up the East Coast, if you stayed somewhere a month or even two weeks, um, there was much better price breaks. So, for example, um, when we stayed at the wharf in Alabama, it was by 10 nights, 20 nights free. So you were essentially paying for 10 nights for a monthly rate. Um, Mm -hmm. Same thing with Clearwater Beach Marina. Um, again, these prices are all from a year ago, <clears throat> so they may be a little bit different. But I know there's still deals going on. Um, the price break at, for Clearwater Beach Marina was 16 nights. So once you stayed 16 nights, the rest of the me- the rest of the month was free. Um, Fairblanco mm-hmm. their their monthly deal was a dollar a night. So um, Shelter Cove in um, South Carolina, in Hilton Head, South Carolina. It was, this was crazy, but when Bobby called him and told him, you know, how long we were going to be staying, he said, it's actually cheaper if you buy for a week. It was cheaper, I mean, I'm sorry, buy for a month. month. So it was cheaper for us to pay for a month there than to pay for eight nights. So, and the easiest way to find all those deals is, number one, um, active captain, of course, which I'm sure all the listeners are familiar with that. But if you, you sometimes you kind of gotta dig back in some of the reviews, but somebody will post something, you know. Oh, um, ask for deals such and such. Um, Captain John's books are great for free docs and um, you know special. Um, he, he's big on like frugal boating, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. and, and check with harbor hosts. And then people that were kind of running ahead of us, you know, you kind of like leapfrog with other loopers along the way. And for right. so someone that's ahead of you, you know, text them, hey, we're going to be in such and such for a longer period of time. Do you know of any deal? or um, And then do that for the people that you know are behind you. Text them, hey, you know, make sure you ask for, you know, use your cards or your AGLCA membership or whatever. Um, so those are some of the things that we, we learned along the way for for getting I mean, I know you're really paying for them, but what in my mind were free nights.
1: Yeah. Right. Or you can well, just, and I you guess can just lie about your, your overall length as well, and that will help too. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: no, don't do that. <laughs> but, yeah, so I guess the, the key takeaway is really ask for those deals and ask for those discounts. A lot of Marinas offer them but don't publish them a whole lot. Um, And I think another thing you said there, Wendy, is, you know, uh, which is another thing we preach is don't have a schedule. So if you can stay someplace a little bit longer and take advantage of one of those deals, that's that's great. So some good tips there. We're going to take a break briefly to play a message from one of our sponsors. Um, When we come back, we'll continue with some of the other money saving tips that you've got for the loop. We'll talk about some uh, ground transportation savings and um, some ways to save on the expenses that you might have from your, dirt home while you're on the loop we'll be back in a moment did you know that every mile of the great loop is covered by skipper bob guides its mile by mile format is a great planning tool and essential at the helm on the most popular routes and side trips skipper bob covers preparation navigation bridges and locks and the best places to visit skipper bob guides are updated each year and its website keeps you current with navigation alerts and cruising news To check it out, go to skipperbob.net. Skipper Bob is a proud Admiral Sponsor of AGLCA. We're back on Great Loop Radio. My guests today are Gold Loopers Wendy and Bobby Wilson, who completed the loop in 2017 with their four daughters aboard as well. We're talking today about budget. So, um, Bobby and Wendy, talk about some of the other ways to save Some money so you were kind of all about exploring in the places and then giving your girls the experience of seeing what was around the loop um tell us how you found some ways to save on ground transportation after you did tie up at a marina
1: yeah so um if we were at a marina with a with a courtesy car uh, obviously that was the cheapest route um if we planned on traveling for you know multiple days uh you know we would get a rental Uh, i know enterprise has a a $12.99-day special um, that uh, we have access to. Um, I also found out that uh, I had registered my company with Avis, and they had given me a discount code. So anytime I go online to reserve a vehicle through Avis, I pop in that discount code, and it gives me a savings. Um, Other ways to get around um, would be um, Harbor Host. Um, If you need to run to the store, Um, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to the harbor host. They are definitely there to help you. Um, uh, Uber was another option uh, that we would use. I have an app on my phone that I downloaded. Um, So whenever you bring up the app, it tells you exactly where you're at, and you just type in where you want to go, and then you have vehicles come and get you. So um, pretty easy. Um, When we were down in Marathon, you know, we we, we would use a taxi uh, to get back and forth from church. Um, which was uh, we, we pretty much use a taxi when we're somewhere for a long period of time, and uh, you know we didn't want to have a, a rental car just sitting there at the marina, um, so it was cheaper for us just to um, deal with a taxi on a on a per circumstance basis. Right,
0: and uh, another tip on the rental cars. Um, Enterprise offers a discount. There's a, a looper's discount. So that's for members. That's on our website. If you go to the members resources area and the discounts page, there is um, a, a discount code for enterprise. This gives you 10% off. Um, and, and I think, Bobby, you mentioned one of the enterprise specials. They also have like a 9.99 weekend rental in a lot of places. So always check that out. Um, and, and as I d- did just mention, the discounts page is probably a good thing to point members to on the website, there are lots of discounts offered by our sponsors. So definitely check that out to see what's available to you discount wise as well. Um, any other discounts that you found were obtainable along the way on different things?
1: Yeah. Like, like you said, with the uh, member resources page on the GLCA website, uh, boat U S um, you see a lot of discounts at Marino's, whether it's five or 10 cents off of, off of fuel or, um, You know, ten cents a foot off at at marinas. Boat U.S. Marina Life um, has an extensive uh, discount page in the back of their magazines that you that you can check if you're a Marina Life member. Um, Just use your association discounts. What you're paying to become a member uh, with some of these uh, other organizations, Um, and you know, they're they're able to uh, to offer you discounts. You know, marinas aren't necessarily going to come out and say, hey. You know, are you a Marina Life, AGLCA, Boat US, Yacht Club member? Okay, great, we'll give you this discount. So we would always ask when we went to a marina, what, you know, what type of discounts do you have on on fuel or what type of discounts do you have on um, dockage? <clears throat> you know, do you offer a, you know, a special where we pay for two nights and we get a night free? Um, so that would that, mm-hmm. be the best way to, um, you know, to know that just uh, – you know, peruse through the, the websites on the associations that, you, uh, that you're members with and uh, mm-hmm. find out what discounts they can offer you.
2: Where was that yeah. one place we were, and, and you were at the counter, Bobby, and, and they said um, you kept saying the different discounts, and they said keep going?
1: <laughs> <clears throat> that was in Atlantic City, yeah. Uh, we were there. Um, we actually got there. We were staying a little bit longer than we wanted to because of the weather. And uh, I walked up and said, hey, do you guys offer any type of discounts? He's like, are you a member anywhere? So I just started going through the list. <laughs> and uh, he's like, nope, keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm like, nope, yes, no, bring a life, bingo, that'll work. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: so definitely ask, and it, it does pay off to be members of, of different associations for sure. Um, you also have some ideas on things you can do to cut back on, on some of the expenses you're probably paying for your regular home, if you if you still have a regular home, while you're on the loop. So what are some of your suggestions there on what you can cut back on at home?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Um, so obviously the, the cheapest route would be to sell your dirt home, but <laughs> that's not always possible for everybody, and it wasn't possible in our case. Um, but we did have a gentleman um, that was a friend of our family, and he, threw crazy circumstances, needed to move back to the area where we live and didn't have a place to stay, was going to medical school. And um, so we said, hey, stay in our house. You know, you can it's, – it's always better to have somebody in your house, you know, just run in the water, flush in the toilet, making sure, you know, everything's still working. And so that worked out really well for us. So our our mortgage wasn't covered, but he did pay for um, some of our utilities while we were gone, so that helped a lot on our, our dirt home expenses. Um, you know, if, if you can't necessarily have somebody there, there's still going to be costs that will go away. So obviously, you know, we turned our TV off, um, so we didn't have that expense. And we could have stopped our trash, um, or, or we, we would have if our friend hadn't been staying here, but that would be another expense, obviously, that you certainly wouldn't need if nobody was at your house. And even though your, your utilities will stay on, Um, if nobody's living there and they can't cover the cost of utilities um, and the house is empty, those costs are obviously going to go way down. Um, So those are just some of the expenses. You know, you think, oh, gosh, I'm going to have all this stuff, the mortgage, all the house um, payments associated with the house, but those will go down um, when nobody's at the house. Right. And of course, you
0: can use your house to make some money while you're on the loop if you can rent it. Do you have? Yep. Did you talk to any loopers while you were out there who were
2: doing that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so some people were renting it um, long term. So um, some friends of ours that have kids that, are all, that were also looping um, from Canada, they actually had a long term, kind of like a, they basically leased their house out long term and a family was Living it or a couple was living in it for the year that they were gone, um, but a lot of people um, I shouldn't say a lot, but several people that we met were using the v r b o um, website that the mm-hmm. vacation rental something I forget the what it stands for, but it, essentially mm-hmm. renting their home out for weekends or a week at a time or a night at a time um, you know there's um the bed, um, air bed B and B that you can do. Right. So there's just other ways, you know, to rent out your home. If you, if you want to do that, whether it's long term or short term, especially if you're in a, um, a town or a city that's that people would seek out to go to anyways. Right.
0: And I, I actually have spoken to a looper couple who did rent out their house on, I forget if it was Airbnb or VRBO. Um, But, you know, they were able to put, like, electronic door locks so they could change the key code using an app on their phone. Um, And they basically covered all of their marina stays through what they got from people renting their house, um, you Mm -hmm. know, on a night-by-night basis. Now, they were in a very desirable area, which certainly helps to keep it occupied. Um, But there are certainly Mm -hmm. opportunities there to make some money on the loop um, by renting out your dirt home. Um, You have some other ideas, too, on how you can make some money while you're looping. Share those
1: yeah so i um <clears throat> i'm blessed to own my own business um so i'm able to work remotely obviously there's a balance when it comes to travel days and uh when i'm able to to work um a lot of times we would explore during the day and then when the once the kids were able uh once the kids were laid down um at night for for bed um then i would work um i was able to uh work using you know a simple verizon my fi um, or mm-hmm. uh, you know if they had uh, a Wi-Fi system at the at the marina that uh, that you know was strong enough and so I could work off of. Um, a lot of other times I would um, explore town and, and head into the local coffee shops and uh, you know work from there for a day. So have a little vanilla latte, a little little sandwich, and uh, get some work <laughs> done that way as well. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And you also have the idea of taking on some seasonal work along the way. What are your thoughts there?
2: Yeah, I don't think we actually ran across anyone who who actually did this, but our oldest daughter, um, who was 20 at 19 and 20 during the time that we were doing our loop, she actually got offered a job while we were down in Marathon. Um, we were there for – down in the Keys for a couple months, so – um And although she didn't take it, it just got me thinking that that was that's actually a viable option um, to get a temporary job if you know you're going to be sitting tight in a certain location, particularly the keys kind of everybody you know your goal I shouldn't say your goal the whole loop is amazing, but when it's starting to get cold, you're kind of pushing to get down towards the warmer weather and then you kind of hang out down there for a while so getting a temporary job is is certainly an option that Prior to someone offering her one, I hadn't really thought about, but it, it it's possible for sure. It
0: definitely is, and I've um, it's it's funny that it, um, the loopers that I know that have done that were also kind of in their twenties. <laughs> um, but they got to Florida and and were planning to cross to the Bahamas and realized they were kind of low on money, so they waited, you know, a few months and got waitressing jobs um, to kind mm-hmm. of refill their their <laughs> cash pockets, and and then they headed over to the Bahamas. So um, it certainly is possible. <laughs> Um, and I've awesome. also known some people who kind of, um, you know, take what maybe was not their their primary job, but use their gifts if, you know, if they're good at writing or good at photography and doing something or making something, making jewelry along the way, um, taking something that maybe is a hobby or a passion and finding a way to turn that into a small revenue source while they're on the loop. Mm-hmm. So that's always something to consider mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, You all are getting ready to do your second loop, which is wonderful. Um, (laughs) Anything that you would do differently with the budget? Anything that you would choose to spend more on or places where you might choose not to spend as much so that you can save some of that money for other things? Anything different on the budget this time around?
2: I think um, a a few things. I don't know that we necessarily um, are going to do anything drastically different, but you know, just tweaking things here and there. Our biggest difference this time is going to be that we're not going to rush. Um, For some reason, we kind of felt the need last time that we had to, like, start and hurry up and finish before we had to get back for all of Mia's doctor's appointments. Um, We had kind of gotten this window from the doctors that we could be gone, you know, this certain length of time. Um, But we realize now um, it's so easy to just leave your boat somewhere and then drive home or fly home or whatever, do what you need to do, and then go back to the boat. So this time will be much different. Um, so inadvertently, because we won't be hurrying, we're going to take probably a couple of years, um, we will save on fuel just because we won't be going that same distance in such a short amount of time. Um, I mean, in the long run, mm-hmm. we'll end up paying it, but it won't be all, you know, scrunched together. Um, we're. I think we'll use our harbor hosts a lot more. I felt in the beginning like I was bothering them, um, but now I realize, especially after meeting a lot of them, like they super enjoy this. That's You know, and I can see that because if we were not going to be looping again, I would want to do that too. It helps keep you connected. So I think we'll use Harbor Host more um, Mm -hmm. for rides or or just ideas or where can we eat that's good but cheap. And um, we'll spend more time on side trips, um, which actually may Mm -hmm. affect our budget. We may end up spending more money because we're doing that, um, but that's something that we missed (laughs) last time and and we want to do that. Um, and we actually will be able to anchor more this time. Even though we really like marinas, we also enjoyed anchoring and just the beauty and the solitude of it. It was we enjoyed it when the few times we did do it. And Bobby is um, putting a battery bank in this winter, so we'll be able to do that a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. And then because we won't have such a tight time schedule, I won't leave those. We won't leave those um, those free nights hanging out there that I talked about earlier. Um, (laughs) We can take advantage of all the free, you know, extra nights for the whole month that that we had to leave hanging last time. Right.
0: Bobby and Wendy, we're just about out of time. Thank you so much for joining us to share all of these great money-saving tips. Um, for our listeners, if you are listening to this um, right when it's released, which is uh, January 12, 2018, um, you can catch me at the Chicago Boat Show this weekend. Um, two seminars left that you can still catch. 3.30, January 12, is an intro to Cruising the Great Loop. And at 1 p.m. on January 13, I'll present the Best of the Loop, which is uh, kind of our members voting on the Best um, cities the best small towns the best locks things like that so hope to see a lot of you at the chicago boat show um wendy and bobby again thank you for joining us we appreciate your time and we look forward to seeing you on the loop again thank
1: you very much for having us thank you
0: yep we'll be back next week with another episode of great loop radio until then safe cruising everyone